Alright everybody, welcome back to another episode of Another Bourbon Show. And uh, tonight we're drinking another another drink provided by our dear friend Ryan. Um, with the fresh, clean, new haircut. Look great, Ryan. Thank Love you, it. Thank you. Thank you. Looking sharp. Looking suave as ever. Um, so tell us about the drink we're drinking tonight. Because it's, it's Whiskey Dicks. Which is probably the least clever name for a whiskey ever yeah like like it's really 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 unoriginal yeah you know i know the founder's name is dick so that's part of it that's dick right there i've never met him i know he's born in the 40s he's an older dude um apparently the recipe comes from his dad that was you know I mean, it says rooted in 1913. I read online, I think the recipe is from 1890. Who knows if that's real? Um, because from what we figured out on the bottle, it's most likely a MGP source product. And we've had a lot of those. I mean, it's good whiskey. Um, usually across the board, you'll get those similar notes. But uh, I have a family member who's involved in this. I think there's like 200 investors or something. You know, the, the production's pretty low. It's really only found in select stores in Chicago. Not much distribution, but yeah, my I know my second cousin's an, an investor. So he, he gave us pretty much half a bottle. So all gone now from the samples I sent to you guys. But yeah, I'm guessing it's going to taste like an MGP product. Most likely will. Most likely yeah. will. And, it, you know, on our on the show, we don't knock something because it's sourced um i don't think we ever have but i do kind of think it's until they can yeah until they can prove that they like it's really like the recipe is actually based on whiskey dick's grandpa from 1913 or 1870 or whatever the fuck it is that's the part i have an issue with right like like I'd prefer it to be like the total wines late multiple labels where they call it like you know brown liberty or whatever and they you know we're just rebrand and it's like a Barton distillery that's more it's less misleading that way yeah now on the other hand there is the chance that we are incorrect there that is a possibility but it's really unlikely there's yeah. a, it's super there's a possibility that Brown Liberty that I just came up with, there's a possibility that's like a sex position on Urban yeah. Dictionary. But <laughs> but we don't know, you know? But we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Uh, do you know the proof on this? It is 47% alcohol, 94 proof. 94 proof. Okay. And it is a weeded bourbon. Okay. So Okay, so I'm 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 having more and more issues the the more we're talking about it. <sighs> what else? Can, what, what's wrong? Okay, so it's a weeded bourbon. And look at the way they spelled whiskey. I know. So they... Which, Noe is a Scottish style. So they're they're just fucking all over the place on this fucking bottle. Well, his his dad was Scottish. Oh, and... and So therefore, everything he does is Scottish style, Dan. Come on. And good point. Yeah, good point. And the corn being so abundant in Scotland, and the wheat, which actually is 
not uncommon. But yeah, I'm just having more and more issues. Let's I, change this. Up. I mean, I know like <laughs> how to I know on the website that, three easy steps. They talk about like prohibition and everything like that too. So maybe it's an ode to was whiskey maybe spelled like this back a hundred years ago during the prohibition in America? If, no. If who it can, was who can say? If it was Scottish in origin, yes. Who knows? If it was Irish in origin, no. It's disputed among scholars to this day. To this day. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> they Okay. They do have some some cool looking wintertime gift sets. Dick in a box. Or Dick's in a box, I think it was called. So um they actually look pretty nice. So if you're if you're online. And they have a cider called Low Hanging Fruit, if you want to check that out. <laughs> <laughs> you know the problem is I don't know if you're being honest right now or not, Stephen. <laughs> because they might. <laughs> so okay, well let's uh let's move along to let's let's get Steven's verdict here on the bottle. So I think the uh the label, the first thing that strikes me right off the bat bat is how beige it is. Um and it it kind of reminds me of there's like three different things. It's either like a country club, like a golf course country club type sign, or it's like a, an antique mall, maybe uh, like some rural antique mall, or it kind of looks like the old country buffet, like aesthetic. If you guys remember coming across o- old old country OCB, buffet. OCB, OCB, which I think the last time I was in an old country buffet, I could be wrong. I think I was with Ryan. Did you, did you and I go to an old country buffet one time? Uh, I don't think so. I feel like I want to say we did. Are you sure it wasn't the Golden Corral in Collinsville? Oh, it could have been the Golden Corral. <laughs> that <laughs> is now sure closed, by the way. Oh, really? That is closed. They did not make it through COVID. Mm, we did our part that day. I think we put them more in the red on that day. But uh, yeah, I think it's it's just kind of a... I'll say that they went a little further than just having a straight up plain label. I like that they went with a different shape. It's not just a rectangle. Um, it's a, it's sort of a badge. It's almost like a WWE belt kind of look. Uh, and the, but the W is like kind of the most interesting thing because other than the, the beige and the old white guy, which I always am a big, uh, you know, opponent of, I think that the, the font itself is probably their um, coolest choice, and it's that's even not that interesting. That said, I think all of it together still looks decent. It's better than I expected based on the name. I'll give it that. Um, but ultimately, it kind of looks like a Cracker Barrel product or something like that. So I'm going to give it a six. I think it's it's right there about average, but I'm still giving it a slightly favorable rating because I, I do think that it punches slightly above its its own name. So, Yeah, I, I mean, being a Chicago product, you could have found some clever Prohibition-type name um, as an homage to that. And probably getting the guy off the bottle would, would be good. Um, <laughs> looks like a nice guy, but, he you know, he's not the best-looking guy. He kind of looks Get like Fred Dick Minnick and off the label. He kind of looks like Fred Minnick in 30 years, um, <laughs> who switched to a bow tie. Yeah. He's, he's wearing a bow tie in that. Um, you know, but I do like the color of the bottle, too. And that W is pretty cool. 
like you said. No, it's um, not. That W I like is it. shit. That W is whoever created that W was they're just as creative as whoever came up with the label or the name of the bourbon. Whiskey Dicks. It's just as creative. Somebody just... typed a W in Wingdings font style <laughs> and then switched the font on the rest of the words. I think that it's uh it like I said, I think the that is probably like the most interesting aspect, like the the font that they chose. But even that I don't think is like that great. But I I do think that it stands out. You're just like, oh, that's a you know it's not a good label though, whenever you're like, oh, that's kind of a subtly interesting W. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, it's got a great nose. According to the website, it's uh, the aroma is cream and vanilla. Um, that's really all it says: fruit, cream, vanilla. I, I think the nose is great, honestly. And I actually think that they're pretty spot on with that. I think I get a lot of. I can say cream, vanilla is fine, and then some raspberry. I think is one of like the prominent yeah. fruits that I pick up. Yeah, I just drank a, a cream soda like an hour ago. Some Spreckers that I bought over the weekend. And kind of reminds me of that nose too. Well, that's it's still on your upper lip. That's yeah. Right. Good point, dude. This actually smells a lot like Rossville Union rye to me. Like just the nose. I know it's not a rye. We don't even know 100% that this is an MGP product. But let's be honest, it's yeah. MGP. But just the nose, it first it, like it's got some spice to it, like a little bit of a bite to the nose. And maybe it's because yeah. I'm staring at the Ross, my Rossville Union bottle right there. But I think the Should nose is great, yeah. though. I'm going to give it a yeah. try. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Spicy. Very spicy. Like a crisp, peppery spice. Yeah. With a nice long finish. For being 94 proof. It feels higher. It does. And it feels like it's got rye in it. I wish There's I no right. I looked I looked for the mash bill online. Um Maybe I looked, just didn't look hard enough. I mean, I, you know, I looked at the bottle and a few websites too. I, all I know, it's a weeded bourbon. I'm not getting the mash bill anywhere. Okay, that wouldn't or, I mean, I'm not going to take anything at face value off these motherfuckers. But typically, when something says it's a weeded bourbon, they just replace the rye with wheat. So it would be corn, wheat, and barley with no rye, but. This tastes like it's got rye in it to me. I agree. And I would say that maybe it's young. Yeah. Except for that it doesn't have like, in, so a lot of times when a whiskey or a bourbon is young, it gets, it has a spice to it, right? Because the oak of the barrel hasn't had a chance to do its thing yet, but it doesn't have like that green apple young flavor to it yes it tastes young but not so young that it would have spice to it anyway yeah i think my first reaction is i agree with everything that's being said and uh i was like i would buy this and put this in cocktails 
I think like, you know, an old fashioned would be really good with this because I would compare it to something like uh, Evan Williams or something like that that I would use. Yeah. How much is a bottle of this? Uh, this retails, um, I believe it's, find it between like 45 and $55 the price wow. range. So it's a little higher, but knowing it's a small company with limited production, I imagine that's why yeah. the price is, is a little high. Okay. Which I mean, you know, pretty much the same after taxes and stuff. Similar in price to a bottle of Blanton's <laughs> if you find it retail. Which you don't. Price. Yeah. Which you don't. <laughs> when I was in Kentucky, there was a, I saw this, there's a Facebook page that'll tell you, you know, what Buffalo Trace, what Buffalo Trace has today. Yeah. What Buffalo Trace has today. And there was like the first day we got there, I think. There was, it was a Blanton's day and people posted pictures of like the, you know, the line out the door. And I was like, no, no, thanks. <laughs> nope. And then they put, there was days where they would show it and it would be, you know, an Eagle rare or a Weller day and it would be the same line. Yeah. And basically your, the rotation is they have, they would have uh Weller special reserve. They would have Eagle rare Blanton's. Or if you were really lucky, Sazerac Rye. <laughs> and that was, you know, what you had to look forward to. So it's like you, people show up, they get their lawn chairs out at 5, 6 a.m., you know, uh, get there before the sun rises. And then you find out a couple hours later if you're going to get three bottom shelf things or blends, you know. So it just seemed like a depressing endeavor, and I just spent my time doing other things, like getting Good this. You. Getting this. That, I, I, I was gonna call. I was gonna mention that. Matter of fact, I was gonna mention it when you said the white guy on the label. I was like, yeah, but your your shirt's got a white dude on it. Yeah, but you can abstract it. Yeah, but if you do something true. like this, it's cool. Also, it's it's balanced it's out. Also got a Japanese by dude, a Japanese so. dude. Yeah. Yeah. It does even out. It does for sure. But yeah, very <laughs> cool shirt. Good choice. Now, I so I I do not understand the people that go waiting in line at Buffalo Trace. Doesn't make a goddamn bit of sense to me. Um, because like if like you don't have to wait in that line, right? Like you don't have to be there at five o'clock in the morning. You can come strolling through at like 10, 30, 11 o'clock in the morning. And typically, at least it used to be, even six months ago, there was no line by 11 o'clock in the morning. And on a Blanton's day, they literally have a fucking pallet. And it's pretty much guaranteed that they're going to do Blanton's twice per week. Yeah. So, like, that line doesn't make any damn sense to me. Now... <laughs> The one that does make sense to me is Heaven Hill, because if you get to Heaven Hill at like four o'clock in the morning and you're one of the first 10 people in line, you can pretty much guarantee that you are getting something really fucking special because they might put out two bottles of Old Fitzgerald, two bottles of other 
like Heaven Hill 27 or a Heaven Hill 17 or a William Heaven Hill. Um, and they're going to have like, they're not going to have 10 of each, but since you're limited to buy one, you're going to be able to get something that's truly legitimately like BTAC level, Pappy level, if you're one of the first 10. After that, you're getting grenades of Elijah Craig and maybe a larceny barrel proof, which is really good. But anyway. Well, what do you say we go ahead and rate this? I feel like I hardly drank any of it. <laughs> I did. You finished it? Uh, almost. There was, a, there was a lot less in that vial, I, I feel like. It's okay. I've had I enough first. To, to rank it. Okay. I go first. Go. Um, you know, just I, I do like what Steven said based on how they described it, the vanilla and the cream on the nose. And the more I drink, drink this, the more, you know, I got more of that as I drank it. And the spice kind of, I won't say fizzled away, but I started getting those sweeter notes the more I drank this, um, which was cool. The first sip I had, there was so much spice. Almost kicked me in the face with all that black pepper. And then there were some of those stone fruits, I think one of you guys mentioned. But um, yeah, going into it, you know, I've, I've had this one or two times before after a few drinks. And I I wasn't sure because you have so much whiskey in one night where you try something. it you're, You can't taste anything once you're already drunk. And unfortunately, I was at that place the few times I've had this where I'm like, you know, I can't, I honestly can't give it a rating because I, I, I don't know how it is. Um, That's how I see the bottle the time. See, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seeing the bottle with the old guy on it and everything like that. I was a little worried that this wasn't going to be very good, but I was pleasantly surprised. Um, if, if there is rye in it, which we, probably assume there is just based on that pepperiness of it um along with the sweetness that that those that wheat brings i thought it was pretty solid we think it's an mgp product it it probably is unless there's some local person in bloomington indiana um that's doing something but i'm gonna go 7.2 i thought it was good the sweetness was good um there's a lot of things they can fine-tune to make this a better product, I'd probably switch the name or if you keep it, actually spell whiskey, right? Get the old man off the label. Uh, the cork's fine. It's synthetic. Um, you know, it looks nice, but those are all cosmetic things. The juice is really good and it's better than I thought it was going to be. So I'm going to go seven, two. I liked when you were every, I feel like every time you've talked about your feelings towards this, Ryan, <laughs> you've included whether it's the taste or anything you've included like get the old guy off the label it reminds me of uh in Shaun of the dead whenever like every plan he has in every scenario he can imagine like it always starts with killing his stepdad like he's like we'll kill my stepdad and then we'll do this or whatever it's like every scenario it's like his dad his stepdad definitely has to be killed they'll kill him and then they'll take his mom and head out yeah um i i echo pretty much exactly what you're saying I, I i feel pretty much the exact same way i was pleasantly surprised by this it still comes in a little bit lower for me i'm going to give it a 6.8 i think that it's um it's right there on the precipice of something i would drink pretty regularly i think that's my sevens and up 
is something that I would either drink like pretty regularly or as, as regularly as I could, depending on how difficult to find that <laughs> bottle is. But I think this falls just outside of it because it is a touch too hot. If I was going to guess the mash bill of this, I would say it's like 51% corn, 48% rye, and then 1% wheat. If it's a weeded bourbon, that'd be my guess. <laughs> but um, I, I think that it's, it's, it's really, really a spicy guy to, to drink most of the time. You need to know that going in. And for something that calls itself a weeded bourbon, I think a lot of people would be put off by the flavor that they would get from this. So I think it's important that you know what it is and what it's offering going in, because I can see a lot of people having a negative experience with this. And I also think that the price point itself, in my opinion, is not quite justified this high. You're paying that craft tax, but ultimately I feel how I did earlier when I compared it to like an Evan Williams white label, where it's, that's something that's like a fourth, a fifth of the price, granted a much bigger distillery is making it, but I would use it for the same purposes. So to me, it's tough to justify this purchase based on how I ultimately feel about it. That's why it's falling in the sixes for me, but a 6.8. Yeah. And so like about halfway through the glass tonight, I had settled on a six, seven and that's where I stayed throughout the night. Um, and so I would probably be up in the like closer to you, Ryan, seven one, seven two era, if if I was just focusing purely on the taste. I think it's got a good flavor to it. Um, I I enjoyed drinking it. It's I echo what you said as far as that first glass or that first sip being just like so spicy with with pepper, um, and then that giving way as you sip it to more of those cream and vanillas. It's not complex. It's not a complex whiskey at all. Um, and it, but it did get sweeter after I had a couple, a couple sips. Um, but the reason I'm knocking it down from a seven, one or a seven, two down to a six, seven is purely because of the price. I don't think it's worth anything near 45, $50. It's, it's just not a 45 or a $50 bottle to me. Um, Drinking it for free, I really enjoyed it. But if I had paid forty-five or fifty dollars for it right now, I would be really pissed at myself because there are so many bottles out there on the shelf that are so much better for that forty-five or fifty dollars. So, so I, yeah, I give it a six point seven. Um, but I do think it's a it's a very I was very pleasantly surprised, and yeah, get the white and. and the six seven doesn't reflect this, but it does really annoy the fuck out of me. All of those things I said before we tasted it, the weeded bourbon, spelling it with without an e, like yeah, uh, that just all pisses me off. But that doesn't that's not reflected in in the six seven. The six seven is strictly based on the flavor versus the price. So six seven for me. Yeah, they're like I said, a newer you know, distillery, not, not that they're distilling it themselves, but uh, they can fine tune some things and make this product better. And I get it. You're probably dedicated to the name now at this point, now that you've produced the bottles and sold them, but yeah, you got to get the guy off the label. It's such a dumb, it's, it's a dumb name. It's a dumb name. You go to search whiskey dicks 
and how many restaurants when you if you google search whiskey dicks like 50 restaurants pop up and you don't see the this whiskey at all and no well sorry how does it make you guys feel if i tell you that their little tagline that they have is just hard enough that's really what's on the website are you serious yeah you oh see what I'm talking God. about, Ryan? Because it looked like you were well, reading and, this as well. well. But yeah, it says barrel-aged weeded bourbon, just hard enough. And I, like, there's a little story on it, though, but I don't understand where they came up with this either. It's, call it old number six, if you like. Jack's what, old number seven, right? Yeah. Yeah, just hard enough right there. So I don't know where this old number six came from or why. Because there's nothing in the description. Uh, it tells you on the website as well. It says, uh, the Whiskey Dick's bottle in your hand is a gift from Dick and Mary's five children. Enjoy Dick's whiskey. Call it old number six, if you like. I guess it's Oh, just... is it like the sixth child? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and this, like, this is just getting more and more disgusting. <laughs> Another brother showing 